Come join Libby and Molly, the ladies of consignment chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Hey y'all, welcome to episode 84 of consignment chats. Libby, I have a question for you. Yeah. Are you ready for Q4 shipping? Yes, 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 yes. You are. I am ready. I have been listing. And you know what comes after listing? We hope with the cha-ching, cha-ching, (laughs) cha-ching. Those sales. Yes, yes. We thought this is a great time to throw in a refresher on shipping because we just finished another list of Palooza. As Libby was just mentioning, list of Palooza, we list like crazy, and that typically equals sales like crazy. So list a Palooza equals ship a Palooza. Mm-hmm. And now is the time we need to be sure we're ready for Q4 because we know Q4, there's going to be a lot of chings coming through, a lot yes. of sales making it through. Yes. So what better way now than to get yourself ready, right? Yeah. So I, I feel like I'm I've been prepping. I've been, I've been training for this, Molly. You've been training. I love yes. it. I need you to have a sweatband <laughs> and like wrist sweat things and like some leggings, like training for it. Pigtails ready to roll. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. So let's talk shipping and talk about some of the ways that you are clearly confidently ready for Q4. All right. I mean, what does that look like? Let's start with the absolute basics, I think. Like supplies. All right. So one thing I've been doing, thanks to our Samantha Speaks episode, is I have my trusty scale here and I have been weighing things as they go in the system and not guessing. That's that's a big deal for me. Yeah, usually I get I guesstimate. I'm pretty good at it. But it's one less thing I have to do when I'm ready to ship if it's already in there. And I'm much less likely to make a mistake. Right. So, yay. (laughs) Explain that when you got, you know, 30 something things to ship in one morning, you don't have to weigh every item. It's already already in the system. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. knock it out. So scale is uber important, right? That's like a basic supply. I know a lot of people can just grab their kitchen scales and use them. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll link up some of our faves here. We have Absolutely. some of our website under our faves of scales that we use. Um, yeah. I have two. I have one at my listing station and one at my shipping station. And so the one we are linking up for you, the Accutech scale is around $20. You can get it on eBay. You can get it on Amazon. Um, and that includes shipping. And it's the best one. The one I have for listing, not really a fan of, not going to share that with you guys. But. <laughs> We're going to only share with you the ones we know are the best. The best, right. The best I for love my Accutech. Yeah. So it's funny you said that because I have two also. We keep one up here in the shipping station. Our other one we keep downstairs because a lot of times Nick and I, as we're watching brainless TV at night, we will list some items and he will sit in his chair with the ottoman and do the measuring and weighing while I'm on the computer, putting it all in and listing it and getting it done. So we keep one downstairs now and one upstairs and it works well for us. So good stuff. 
So speaking of that, that makes me think of the other tool that you need to have on hand because we have one upstairs and one downstairs, and that's some type of measuring implement, a measuring tape stick Mm -hmm. I've seen, which I think is wonderful. And I've seen them on Amazon. And I think Liz O'Kane, I had this idea of doing this. And then I saw Liz O'Kane actually put one out a couple of months later that you can buy that is a stick on measuring tape that you can do along your desk. So I am going to get that and do it all along my shipping desk, because then you just lay it out and there's the measurements right on your desk. You don't have to pull out the measuring tape, roll the measuring tape back up, or you like to wear them as jewelry sometimes. There's nothing like a measuring necklace. I mean, (laughs) I think many of us resellers and consignment people wear measuring tape necklaces 90% of our day, you know, it's part of our, our outfit. So <clears throat> little fashion statement we like to make with our measure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I have, you know, my favorite measuring tape, right? I have, I, I don't know how many in the house, a ridiculous amount because they're, you know, you're putting them down, you're picking them up. They're sliding off your neck. I'm going to design one that doesn't like slip off my neck. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I like the idea of the stick on for the shipping, for the shipping yeah. station. Never thought to do that. Yeah. I have I have one that I made actually when I'm doing like a, a lot batching jewelry instead listing. Um so I can put the earring, the necklace, whatever on this. It, it's actually a shoebox lid that I made myself and I just put the jewelry on there so I don't have to take the measuring tape out each time. Oh, it's, okay. It's smart, smart, but I like the idea of the stick on for the Yeah, I think it's wonderful. And it also would be great if you're laying a garment down to measure and just lay it flat on the desk. That's Mm -hmm. 29 inches long and flip it and the bust and you're not dealing with the tape measure all the time. Now that won't work for me downstairs when Nick is my measure man. He'll just use his... He, it's his dritz. He's like, where's my dritz? Where's my dritz? That's the brand of the one that oh. he <laughs> so that's a dritz. It's dritz. Okay. Where's my dritz? Where's my dritz? <laughs> it's funny. Like you definitely have your, your favorite one. That right? is. Yeah. Yeah. Dritz. You get addicted to one. Like I have a, you know, what is it called? The retractable, like the measuring uh-huh. piece, like the craftsman, the handyman ones. Yeah. And I, you know, my mom and I will fight over the one, the one, because it's for whatever reason, it's our favorite. We like the way it retracts. I love it. I love it. It's always that one that you just like a little bit more than the others. Always. Love it. So I am not completely ready, but one of the things I did just this past week to start getting myself ready was I went in and ordered a bunch of poly mailers. Yep. That's another poly mailers, tape. Yep. Yep. What's your general sizing on poly mailers? How many different sizes do you keep in stock, Libby? I keep three. Three, one, okay. two, three, but I'm going to add a fourth. Okay. So I, I have like the giant ones, right? Cause we do a lot of shipping of large items. Mm-hmm. And then I have the most frequently used one is the nine by 12. Yep. Nine by 12 is, is my jam. Yep. And then for the smaller items, I have the um, six by nine. Okay. So I can fit like a little jewelry box in there and yeah. So I have one in between the six by nine and the 
I think there's one in between that or is my one in between. I have the enormous one, the small one, and then two that sit in between that I love. So, yeah. So the one thing about that is if you're ordering them, try to like when you order the large ones, the length for the box in a bag or when you're shipping a bag is actually 18 inches on pirate ship for priority mail. So if you want to get that box box in a bag, get the 18 inches because that's that's going to max you out. Don't get bigger than that. I mean, if you need the bigger ones, get the bigger ones. But sure. I think the 18 inch is usually good to fit most items. Don't go over that because you'll end up, you know, overpaying. Yeah. Overpaying. I know I was really trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. As my business grows, I'm going to get there because each time I say when I grow up, I'm going to add my and I'm going to add my. Well, now I want to add the compostable poly mailers mm-hmm. versus the regular poly mailers. But and I almost bit the bullet this time, but I'm just not quite there yet. I got to make sure that it makes sense cost wise. But it is a big focus of mine that I want to do that. Yeah. So speaking of that, so the other thing that we're, you know, you've heard us talk about our Rolo printers. We love our thermal printers. Um, But speaking about making sure that your business can support that, when I wanted a Rolo printer, I actually didn't buy it right away. I saved up for it, for that thermal printer, and I made sure that my business supported it. And one of the ways I did that was I had two HPs, because we know these things like break down or whatever, the ink is ridiculously expensive and it happens. I parted out one of those HP printers, like literally took the screws out. They have the item numbers on, and I sold those. And the proceeds from the just the one printer covered the cost of my Rolo. That's brilliant. Yeah. So if you're, if you have that broken down, I'll part it out. It was, it was easy. I mean, I am not a, you know, hands-on kind of person that does stuff like that, but honestly, it was so easy. The excess ink I had, like the, um, you can sell expired ink as well. You just mark it as expired. People still buy it. Uh, so if you have any of that, that you'd stockpile laying around for that printer that you're feeling guilty about, you can sell that as well. Put that towards that thermal printer, start saving up for that thermal printer, because in the long run, it saves money and it saves so much time. Doesn't it? I mean, just when you think about the paper to the tape, the ink to do mm-hmm. a print on paper, cut it out. Now, listen, I did it for years. I get it. I mean, it took yeah, a while to get my yeah. roll I mean, you do it until you, but the idea, just don't, don't take apart the one you're using. Be careful there. <laughs> but that <laughs> I mean, idea. If yours is working, maybe you can sell it as a working printer if you right, need to. Right. But yeah. the idea of parting them out is a phenomenal idea, Libby. Nice. And chances are you could even pick one up at a yard sale and do that or and pick one that. up from somebody in your family has this like old printer that doesn't work any longer. So need I say I have three downstairs in my um, extra room that's now got all the estate stuff. I have three piled on top of each other. Mm. That's its own kind of money mountain. I was like, yeah, that's a money mountain right there. Mm. Yeah. That could be a wireless Rolo. 
I was just going to say, maybe you could use that toward your wireless. Yeah. Maybe. Or my poly nailers. That's what I really want. Yeah. And there's a lot of good options with thermal, um, with thermal printers. I, I personally love Rolo because their customer service, I am big. I like to support businesses that have insane customer service. Uh, I'm going to tell you that I had two issues with my Rolo. I've had it for three years now, maybe. Both of them were my issue. Something I did wrong. One was I was using an inferior label. Okay. I called them and they were so kind and so nice. And they were like, I think it's the, you know, the kind of label you're, you're using. They sent me free of charge Rolo labels to test out and make sure that was the problem. Okay. Customer for life, customer for life. It was totally my fault. Totally my fault. And the other one was like a setting that I was having trouble with and they were above and beyond their customer service. So they have me for life. (laughs) And that is why I I talk Rolo when I talk thermal printer. It has nothing to do with anything else. They're not sponsoring us, nothing like that. Um, But But if you want to, Rolo, we're all for it. Give us a... (laughs) Give us a ringling there. (laughs) Give us a ringling. We'll chat. Um, Yeah, I've had mine for over a year and I haven't had to use customer service yet. So, but it's good to know that when the time comes, if the time comes... If the time comes, comes. yeah, 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 that's so, great. So you got to have throw a that printer. In there. Yeah, got to have a printer. Well, you don't have to have a printer if you listen to our last oh. episode. Oh, you're right. If you are on eBay, you can use the QR code and bring that QR code. You can just have it on your phone and bring it into the post office. Uh, so if you don't have a printer, that is absolutely something you should be taking advantage of. Don't let it hold you back from, obviously it's a little, it's a little more work. I mean, you're making trips to the post offices, you're writing the QR code or, you know, putting it on, it's a, it's a little more labor intense, but if it's holding you back, don't let it. There's no reason it needs to. There's no reason it needs to. Yeah. But a printer is great to have. Yes, absolutely. Have. <laughs> Especially with gas prices. Printers great. Especially, to have. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so we've got scale, poly mailer bags, printer, measuring tape. Next on your list. What comes to your mind? Just- well, I want to see the free USPS boxes. Boom. And and uh padded flat rates are pretty much like my best friend. I love those for clothing. Um, that is over a pound. Love it. And I recommend going ahead and putting your order in for those. Now you can just go online. If you don't have an account, create a free account and go ahead and order those now. Because sometimes even in a slower time, it takes a while for those items to get delivered to you. And your mailman brings them, drops them off at your house and they're free. Just, you know, pay attention to what you need, what kind of shipping you use most frequently and the sizing. And Mm -hmm. I always recommend having a few flat rates on hand because sometimes that's just the better route to go. If you're, if you're shipping hard goods or multiple items, sometimes it's just less expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely have those options available in your shipping area, the regional rate boxes. If you want to get into that, sometimes can be a real cost saver. Um, but definitely check out all those options and get those free supplies. They are only for USPS priority mail. So if you're shipping, you know, 
you can't use them as padding or do anything with them. That is against the law. Um, but you can use them for USPS priority shipping. And I, that's the majority of what we use to ship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, your other options, you'll have to have boxes and bubble wrap and or butcher's paper, or whatever on hand. Tissue paper, if you use tissue, tissue paper, paper um, which I do on some items. I don't use it on every, but I do on certain items. Um, yeah. So in bubble wrap, I always keep on hand. Mm-hmm. I always, mm-hmm. I, and I always order. Can I say where I order it from? I think so. Yeah. I order it through the boys. <laughs> the boys. <laughs> through the boys. Pure Hustle Podcast. They do the... Um, Oh my gosh, now I can't think of the name. American Bubble Boy. American Bubble Boy. Right. And I order it from there and it comes and you get three nice big rolls of bubble wrap. And, you know, I don't, I, I am more clothing than home goods and breakables, but I have enough that, you know, I order it and three will last me for a good while. Mm-hmm. I think that within a year, I probably order from them twice a year. Yeah. So, um, but get that stuff now because you don't want to wait till the last minute when it gets into Q4 and things are just selling like crazy and you can't, you know how supply and demand things get crazy, especially in the last couple of years. So mm-hmm. highly recommend go through your things now and which is what we did this weekend with the poly mailers. We got them all out, laid them out and figured out, all right, what do we need? Went ahead and ordered those. Um, next is going to be our boxes this weekend. That's my husband's goal is to get in the garage and go through all the boxes and figure out what we need. And we're in the midst of doing what we're sitting here advising you to do. I'm actually in the midst of doing that as we speak. And um, we do a lot of, which I've mentioned on our other shipping episodes, putting out on the neighbor uh, next door app to the neighbors or on Facebook, looking for people that just have boxes. And so we have a lot of people's Amazon boxes and pillows and peanuts and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, now might be a good time to throw a shout out for that. And always remember, pre-tell people right before Christmas that to please hold on to their boxes and wrap if you want them. That way they hold on to them and you can get them right after the holidays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I ha- and I have, I have a friend that works in a, in a warehouse. So I get a lot of, of that stuff and they're happy to give that to me and happy that it goes, um, and is recycled and not just thrown in a dumpster. So, you know, there may be a local business or maybe one of your friends works in a warehouse and they have access to, um, a lot of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of packing stuff. So. Yeah, that's primarily what I do is just I have that hookup. My mom does the salon boxes for me, which we talked about with Samantha. Mm -hmm. Salons, maybe you haven't thought of them, but their boxes are awesome. I love that. Yeah. You know, I typically like to say less is more and a lot, but when it comes to being ready for Q4, I don't think less is more in this case. I think being prepared when season gets hectic and then, you know, when the season's over, if you've got a lot of leftover, then you get to donate yours somewhere and clean it up and and donate or recycle Mm -hmm. what, what you don't need and what was left over. But yeah, if the past two key fours have taught us anything, be prepared ahead of time because um, it was challenging to keep up with the shipping supplies and the demand. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. 
All right. So I think we did good. Anything we missed on supplies? I think we did a good job with getting yourself ready for supplies. I think we did. Wow. And getting your listings ready. What about the pickup? USPS pickup. All right. So that is something that you are really good at doing. And I don't do it. I used to do it when we were in the store, but at my house, I don't do it. I just put it out there, but go ahead. Talk about it, Liv. So if you, you can schedule a pickup, I schedule mine out for the year and you just go on, you register, you can do it with the account, same account you're buying for, just make sure it's available in your area and your post person will pick up your packages and they have an extra form that they scan. Um, and they, the post office loves when you schedule that because their zip code gets credit for it. Their mail carriers get credit for it. They can allocate the right amount of resources. So if you haven't scheduled, yes, Molly, I'm talking to you, um, do that for your post office <laughs> because they, they do appreciate it and they will look for those boxes. Um, I know it's very different in every area of the United States. Myself, having done this from three different, three different zip codes at this point, uh, a very different experience in all of those zip codes. But right now, the scheduled pickup, they love it. They bring me the bins for me to fill up in the, um, well, they bring me the bins all year and I just place them by my side door and they provide a great service. Well, and I love that. And I loved it in the storefront, but I found here when you and I talked about it, when I first moved here, I did schedule and I was chasing them down because they weren't getting the scheduling. And that's why I just bought a much bigger mailbox and put it in the mailbox. And every now and then we fill it up so much that we have to keep an eye out on them and run out there with the extra. But I need to go in and speak to somebody face to face and say, look, what can we do to make sure this happens? Because this is a business. And so I'm going to do that before Q4. I think that's great because it's one less thing you have to worry about. Yeah. It's one less thing you have to worry about. And time is of the essence. So yesterday it was funny. So my postman's name is uh, Norm. As he says, like on cheers, he's new. He has only been with us a couple of months and I had, um, you know, it's summer slowdown. So I had yesterday was a Monday. I had 20 packages going out. So it wasn't a whole lot, a couple of bins filled, but uh, he was like, what is this? And I said, Oh, you know, it's, I happened to see him. And he was like, Oh, it's a slow, you know, it's, is it slow for you? This is your slow time. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, what does it look like during your busy time? And I go, (laughs) we'll talk about that in Q4. I said, it doesn't look like this. (laughs) Meanwhile, he's like, I'm going to get a new route. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to scare him, but right. uh, Yeah. There's yeah. four to five of these buckets filled to the top every day, you know, sorry. But it's surprising how much time that saves because a couple of times when I didn't get it out in time, because they do come earlier during the fourth quarter and I have to lug all of that mm-hmm. to the post office. I mean, we're talking like five or six Ikea bags full of packages. It's, it's time consuming. And then you have to wait there at the post office, you know, depending right. on what you're saying, you have to drive there. You have to wait, you have to, you know. They're inconvenienced because they have to scan in, you know, all these packages. So, yeah, I'm a fan of that. But I mean, not everybody uses it. Some people don't feel secure putting their packages outside or are doing that. And I can understand that. But if you have the opportunity to do it, 
give it a shot. Give do it. it. A shot. Well, I yeah. think you can set up on there, right, where they pick it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can find a, a drier place or a safer place or a um, knock on the door thing or whatever mm-hmm. that, that gets them to pick it up. If you're not comfortable putting it right outside your front door, yeah, you can put other options for where to pick it up. So. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. All right. What else shipping? Anything else you got there, Libby? I have a question for you. Okay. Just give me the question. I'm sure there's, yeah, there's a lot that goes into shipping, but. What is your shipping process? Just walk it through. Okay. All right. All right. I can do this. I can do this. All right. So I get my orders and I know what they are. Then I go retrieve the items. So my clothing, if you watch some of the previous episodes on inventory is already stored for the most part. Um, in the bags ready to ship. So I just look up that skew, grab the bag, bring it over. I weigh it because as I said earlier, uh, my items don't have weight, don't have exact weights in there. I weigh it, um, print the label, bring up the sale in our point of sale system and slap the label on there, slap a business card on there. And, oh, wait, that's a lot of slapping. Yeah, a lot of slapping. I gotta slap things around. Uh, (laughs) Our thank you notes. Yes, gently placed. Get gently placed inside of the package. You don't slap those. Those get gently placed. Okay. Now, when it comes to Q4, I don't know if we're going to be doing all of those handwritten notes in Q4. Yeah, because I'd like to think that we'll be able to keep up with that, but it's possible that it will just say the person's name and thank you as opposed mm-hmm. to what we normally um, right. put on there but we do put a thank you note with a qr code and a coupon code in each package that goes out and i put it in the bin now my shipping my shipping is on the third floor of my home so i get all of the shipping done bag it up and put it outside for the um postman to pick up Norm. Be done. Norm. <laughs> Norm. Norm, the postman. I love it. <laughs> Very nicely done. Right. Yeah. That's what yeah. I just wanted a little run through. Yeah. Well, what, what, how do you do it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of sort of don't know. <laughs> I have a way, but I also have a husband who's become addicted to shipping. That's his mm-hmm. new thing. He says to me, it's like, like Pavlov's Pavlog's dogs, right? He hears a cha-ching and then he's all of a sudden like, oh, oh, oh my gosh, it drives me nuts. He loves, suddenly loves to ship. I think ever since he shipped that orange um, cat that he yes. had the Frankenbox and got the good feedback, it like energized him to be a professional shipper. And so banker at day, shipper at night. Um, so he will... He gets everything like he goes and pulls it out of its bin or bucket or whatever, because he typically is the one that puts it in after I do it and knows where it is. Um, So if he's home, he will go get it. If not, I will go get it. Brings it upstairs. And like we said, we pre-weigh. So the weight's already there. The measurements are not. So we do a quick measurement and I will be at the computer typing everything in, getting everything ready, copy and pasting into our point of sales. Um, and getting that done while he packages it up. And we usually have the notes that are in the shipping desk drawer. So those get pulled out and put in, not slapped, but 
gently, gently placed in. inside the package inside with the loving package. care. Um, yeah, so he does that part. He wraps them all. And then I do the ringing and the calculating and the sales. Typically, when he's home, when he's not home, you know, I just do it all, find it, bring it up, do it all. Um, and then, yeah, so then everything goes down by the front door until we're finished. And then we take it out to our mailbox and put that little flag up. And like I say, we have um, since, I guess, almost a year ago, maybe not quite a year ago, we replaced our mailbox with one of the much bigger mailboxes. So it will fit a good amount of good size boxes in it. So every now and then you've got some. Now, Q4 this year is going to be different because I have a lot more items up this year than I did last. Q4. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. So <laughs> I think I need to get my schedule thing working and going because I, I, because what we have to do is literally put the rest by the door and listen for the mailman. And when the mailman's coming, then you pick them up and run out and uh, <laughs> catch them on the fly. Like, hey, wait a minute. And <laughs> sometimes we miss them on ours and have to catch him when he comes back around the circle to our across the street, run them out there. But he's used to us running them out there all the time. He's He thinks it's funny. So we come running out and bring them out to him. But I think I'm going to have to change that. And we can hear him. That's the great thing about our neighborhood. We're kind of on a a curve. So we can hear him a couple of doors down. It's, you know, we live in a quiet neighborhood. And so mm-hmm. we can hear the stop and go. Oh, mailman's coming. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, what if you're in the middle of the sea shots recording? Okay, so I have actually had that happen. I'm texting, oh. I'm texting downstairs to Nick. I hear mailman. I hear mailman. <laughs> And then I can see him out of my window here and he'll go running out the door. <laughs> but there have been a few times where we've both been unable to go out there because he'll be on a call and I'll be on a call. And then I just drive him to the post office. I mean, yeah. Worst yeah, case you scenario, do. Yeah. yeah, I go drop him off and grab a nice tea from Starbucks. That's my treat. Ooh, nice. Maybe nice. swing by my favorite local consignment shop. I don't know. <laughs> she likes when she misses the mailman. I'm just going to tell you guys that. I know. I do. So, um, and a lot of times, like UPS and FedEx, I have to drop those off. I don't get pickup for um, UPS and FedEx. And Q4, I'm often running and uh, doing those drop offs. Yeah. It's just part of the day. It's not, yeah. you know. But I figure that. It used to be almost all um, US, uh, postal service, USPS, mm-hmm. but now we have a, especially during where there's a lot of bigger items. I use the FedEx uh, home delivery and UPS ground because it's a lot more affordable for the larger items, especially with the shipping increases on larger items now. Um, FedEx and UPS are generally better. So I have a very positive outlook on the missing of the shipping people because I look at it as like I said, if I go take it, that just means <clears throat> I get to run to Starbucks and get a treat, maybe stop by my favorite consignment shop. So I'll yeah. make a go of it, right? So it's it's not like, oh man, I make it, I make it fun. The other thing that makes fun for me with FedEx is we literally a stone's throw away have a FedEx hub at oh, the yeah. airport here. So I mean, if I had a bike, I could ride my stuff to it. Don't have a bike on my wish list, but. Oh, you got to get one with a cute little basket. You I, can just, I could just put your FedEx packages in it. 
and I'll make a reel for y'all. Of me I was going to say, I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> so it is literally takes me five minutes. Uh, probably what takes me longer is getting the stuff to the car, starting the engine. Like that takes me longer <laughs> than getting there and dropping it off. Um, so it's super easy for me to do that. UPS, a little bit further away, but again, there's a Starbucks right there. So I get a treat. Oh, maybe I should start giving myself a treat every time I have to go to UPS or FedEx. I, always, I have one waiting to go right now. I have to run to uh, UPS. You got to get a treat. <laughs> I always get my iced tea. I grab an iced tea. I love iced tea, but I don't drink. I do unsweet and I don't drink it every day. But that is my treat in the afternoons off and on. If I'm out and about, I'll go through and get a black tea. And oh, yeah, nice. Yum, nice. yum. We don't have that here. Yum, yum. All right. So I think that we're going to be, I think you're ready, which I'm thrilled for you. I think and I'm you're ready. There. I've been in the process, going to continue. We recommend all of you jump on the boat, jump on the wagon, get rolling. Um, we don't want our community suffering during Q4. We want you prepped yeah. and ready to roll, right? Yeah. Ready to roll. And have a, have a backup process in case everything just uh, your printer breaks, be able to do a QR code. Yeah. If I don't, I don't know what sign up for a pirate ship account, just so you have it, even if you don't use it, I recommend every, I think everybody should have a pirate ship account. Um, I can't, I, we use it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we do the majority of shipping through eBay, like there were some issues this week where I had, yeah, to, use had, pirate, it. I had to use pirate ship. And I also had an issue where I had the international shipping labels weren't work, whatever, but I couldn't print a label on my Rolo and I had to do old school. I had to get the printer out. I had to tape the label on. And I was like, I, how did I do this for every package? Every like, package. I, I was, I was like almost day. in tears with frustration <laughs> about the labels not working. Not so much about, you know, Right. Putting the old school label on. But I was like, oh, man, so much easier now. Yeah. It's a process. <laughs> yeah. So ha- think about a backup in case, you know, something breaks or something goes a little wrong. Just have that in your mind that you're able to, you know, use another process or you have another scale someplace. Or you could borrow one from your neighbor or just think about those little things so you're not getting frustrated in the moment. Words of advice. by. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Be prepared. Now let's talk about our brick and mortar friends for a little bit. All right. And people that are doing like a hybrid model of a business, maybe Mm -hmm. they're doing the brick and mortar, um, but they're also shipping. I mean, we shipped even to customers when we had the brick and mortar that maybe I'm not even talking eBay. Like we did ship, we did ship items. Um, well, because they would buy something for somebody else they'd want to ship to, or they would buy off an Instagram post. Somebody mm-hmm. would sit on Instagram and want it. Yeah. Yep. Um, what I think everything we said pretty much applies to, to brick and mortar uh, or if you're running a hybrid. But is there anything additional maybe they should consider during the holiday season to make that or during I'm saying holiday season, but during Q4 and the busier times that might make their process a little easier. I think when we were in the storefront, if I had any tricks, I mean, for me, my biggest thing was having my space 
organized during that mm-hmm. time, making sure that like items were all together and size oriented so that I didn't waste time searching for that something. And to me, that was the biggest thing in a storefront because there were other employees coming in and out and maybe grabbing my scissors because they couldn't find the other ones or grabbing the tape Mm. or so it was making sure I had those items and I had them where I needed them and that they you know I I didn't waste time yeah yeah when I'm home nobody's touching my stuff my son has grown and out of the house so you know nobody's taking my stuff I know where it is but in a store you don't always know where it is Right. So maybe just having that dedicated ship station set up if you're in a brick and mortar or even being able to offer that to customers that maybe they see something, they want to send it to Aunt Sally in Kansas or wherever they are, (laughs) you know, have that have that set up and maybe you'll be able to offer that option to be able to ship gifts and things like that. So, um, yeah, I think that's great to just have that dedicated area and the stuff that stays there and is dedicated to shipping will help them uh, prep for that. Yeah, that was huge, I think, for sure. All right. I, you know what we didn't say? I was going to say at the beginning of this video, please like and subscribe to Consignment Chats if you're on YouTube so you don't miss it. We will be having some live episodes coming up. Um, and yeah, I mean, we also, we just appreciate a like and subscribe because it Absolutely. helps us serve you better. And same thing with the Apple Review Podcast. It helps us help you and uh, just keep providing. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what? I don't, there's something else you need to add on to the end of that. Should I? Until <laughs> next week, you mean? I was going to say, you can find all the places to connect with us at consignmentchats.com. Well, you threw me for a loop with the ending there. I know. I know. I wasn't, I was going to do it in the beginning this time and I am doing it at the end. Um, Get better. Yeah. We have a lot of great stuff going on in our community, our free private community on Facebook, as well as our Patreon group. Um, get on over there yeah but the community has been we have been growing in leaps and bounds I don't know if it was the list of Palooza why we got so many new members if it was the consigned cloud um, peeps that we welcomed in I'm not sure but it's been great some amazing so many seasoned um, resellers and consignment sellers and then some people just starting where we're going to be able to watch their journey from the very beginning and I'm sure they're going to have questions yeah yeah so there's a little self promo for today join us see I always want to say cchats.com consignmentchats.com <laughs> and join us and until next time Libby cheers, cheers. Thanks for joining Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us at consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, you can find us on Facebook in our Consignment Chats community. Until next time.